Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Steps into it, passes, caught, digs, sideline, touchdown, unbelievable, Vikings win it. Here's your ball game, folks, as Flutie takes the snap, he drops straight back, has some time, now he scrambles away from one hit, looks, uncorks a deep one for the end zone, Phelan is down there. Oh, he got it, he got it, he got it, touchdown, 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 Boston College. Christie kicks it high and short. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, pitches it, it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got 40, it. He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. Under center is Wangler at the 45. He goes back. He's looking for a receiver. He throws down. to the clear. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Malcolm Butler. No, can't forget the underscore, though. It's the most important part. It really is. In the end, we're all just an underscore in life. It's great to be back on a Tuesday. We were off Sunday. I was out of town. Mike was out of town. Mike had a great golf weekend. True or false? True. Had a really, really good time. Uh, if my buddies are listening or watching right now, uh, they'll they'll tell you that as well. So uh, we had a blast. It was up in uh, Ocean City, Maryland, slash Delaware area. So uh, weather could have been a little bit better. But hey, uh, day on the golf course beats a day at work. So. That's putting it mildly. 
Yeah, that's for sure. I had a great time up north in northern Michigan. It was a great weekend. It was cold as fuck. I think it was 31 degrees when we left on Sunday morning. Ooh. Yeah, I love it, though. I love cold weather. So that's just me because I'm thicker and huskier. But you guys don't care about us as people. You care about football, your fantasy football team. So let's dive into it. The week that was, week seven, there were some things that happened, of course. And then in week eight... More things will happen. We're going to try to give you some leads on the waiver wire this week like we always do. Mike, I think one thing that stands out first off is our two teams with the head-to-head. And we didn't get a chance to really, you know, do enough creative stuff around the game. You know, the Lions got dismantled and murdered by your Ravens. An absolute bloodletting of epic proportions. I mean, great job on the Ravens' part. A little trouble there. A little trouble there for the Lions. It was... I thought the Lions would lose because I predicted they had to lose eventually. And I kept telling you the week before when you wanted to play their defense against Tampa, which ended up being the right call. But that defense yeah. was a ticking time bomb. And you saw it on full display with your very own team and Lamar Jackson going hunting for some Lions. I mean, the Ravens are not that good, but they looked really good. Yeah. And uh, I was actually thoroughly impressed with how the Ravens looked both on both sides of the football um, on Sunday, which was awesome. So um, between Lamar, Gus Edwards broke off like a 70, 80 yard run. You know, Mark Andrews finally is getting getting it rolling and the defense looks good. So um, hopefully that's a sign of things to come um, for the Ravens. But yeah, I was surprised by the Lions. I thought it would be a little bit more competitive. I didn't think it would be a blowout, but yeah. True or false? I don't know if you watched it in in the, in the Michigan area too, but somebody was telling me uh, that the broad the Lions broadcast kept talking about how sorely they missed David Montgomery. True or false? Uh, I have no idea because I didn't listen or see it. So I was okay. driving home that day from our finished event, and I didn't really hear anybody talk about anything during the game. I will tell you that Montgomery Gibbs. Reynolds, that offensive line, anybody can run behind it. So that's bullshit. The old line was bad, period. If Dave Montgomery had been there, he would have been stifled. He totally would have. Because the pass rush was a real problem as the Ravens were getting to Goff, and when Goff is pressured, party's over. He, I mean, I wrote this tweet after the Kansas City win about how I still don't think Goff can win a Super Bowl. I think he's a good quarterback, of course, but there's a big difference there. And today, or that day, in Baltimore, beautiful charm city. I miss that town was a perfect example of why that is. Yeah. And uh, if you guys followed us on, on YouTube, make sure like Govia mentioned, make sure you like, and subscribe to the channel. Um, I actually just recently made a trade for Jared Goff uh, in my home league. I actually traded Damian Pierce um, for uh, Jared Goff and he laid an egg for me. So I was not happy about that. I was having my Ravens one. Happy the Ravens won, but happy that Jared Goff laid a dud. Um, I had Bijan, too, that laid a dud, which, fuck Arthur Smith, man. I'm just going to go out and say that. Yeah. Um, killed me, um, and I'm reeling in, in uh, the uh, my home league. Um, but it's kind of been a mi- mixed bag from week to week. Uh, but, yeah, um, I agree with the Jared Goff take. Hopefully uh, Monday night against the Raiders is a, is a get-right game for everybody on Detroit. So Oh, I can't wait. I got flashbacks of Monday Night Football, Bo Jackson versus Barry Sanders, late 80s. Man, this game is a flashback. That's around Halloween, too. I think the Lions actually did have a Halloween game. with Just off the top of my head, there was like a Halloween Monday Night Football game that the Lions were mixed up in. I remember it being a fun night. So this is going to be a big nostalgia night for me when the Raiders come to town. And I just hope Brian Hoyer is playing quarterback. What a great idea! Let's play a 40-year-old Dunzo quarterback. This guy's done. What the what the hell are you thinking? What is with Josh McDaniels? The mistake with the field goal a few weeks ago, and now he's playing Hoyer over... I mean, 
Knowing that Aiden O'Connell was available and you didn't start him against the youngster Bears? What the fuck? Yeah, that was a surprising uh that was a surprising loss uh in that game as well. But I totally agree with that take. Um I think we've said this on the show prior, like I think when we did our kickoff show too, three spots to go to kill your career. Cleveland, Las Vegas now, and the Jets. So <laughs> holding holding true. Oh, fans are pissed. Um, Ask Devontae Adams too how he how he's liking that so far. So I'm here trade talk. I, somebody brought up the trade talk just for the hell of it. Devontae Adams to Detroit. He's unhappy. I don't know where this shit comes from. Uh, that would be awesome. I mean, I would piss my pants if that happened. But BTC's comments here. You guys are here in the live chat. There's nobody here except BTC. What the hell? We did the show on last Tuesday. We just missed Sunday. This is is everyone done with fantasy football? Is it over? Have we all given up? Have, is week eight no. like the cutoff point? Like I'm out of here. See ya. Don't need anybody's help anymore. Come on! BTC said the Lions' first three drives were all three and outs. And by their fourth drive, they were down 28 to nothing. Doesn't matter who was playing running back. Exactly. Wait, are you are you laughing at me? Or are you agreeing with me, BTC? Because I think he's agreeing with you. I don't yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered at all. Yeah. So the Lions got smoked. Shit happens. Move on from it. I don't think you change. One thing I will tell you, people, for those that don't live in the Detroit area that are nationwide, worldwide prestige worldwide i want you to know that even though the lions stunk it up i mean they stunk it up real bad they were they were awful they were horrendous you know they didn't do anything we couldn't do diddly poo offensively we couldn't make a first down we couldn't run the ball we didn't try to run the ball we couldn't complete a pass we sucked yeah Yeah, they were bad but Jameis williamson is a guy jameson why do I call him Jameis? Who's oh Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston, yeah. Jameson Williams. Ooh, interesting. But Jameson Williams is a fraud. Okay, don't believe the hype. Don't wait around. If you were in Dynasty and you had him for some reason, get out. Get out now while you can. This guy is a bust to the max. He's not going to get better. He doesn't have concentration. He also doesn't have the trust of his teammates in Detroit. It's just a nightmare. And I've I've seen it going back to the gambling suspension, the immaturity, and they wanted to bring Teddy Bridgewater in to be a backup quarterback, but also to be kind of a mentor to Jamison. Jamison Williams, sadly, a lot of hype coming out of a super stud program like Alabama, but don't believe the hype, as our good friends at Public Enemy. Yeah, um, I was actually really surprised. Uh, I think Jameson Williams actually had a couple of bad drops and also really bad route running as well. And a couple of those games where he just got turned around multiple times um, and just couldn't locate the football. So I, I think maybe because he hasn't been on the field a whole lot in game time situations, maybe he needs to develop the chemistry a little bit more with Jared Goff. But yeah, he's been uh, he's been a disappointment. I loved him in college. I was a big Jameson Williams guy before he got hurt at, at Bama. So um, it's it's kind of sucks. Yeah, I, he was a twelfth overall, or what was the eighth overall pick, something like that. You know, I think it was eighth, eighth yeah. overall. So he he was a super stud. He hurt his knee, missed all of last year, basically, except when he came back to catch that one bomb, and that gave a little bit of breadcrumbs for people to think, Jameson Williams, whoa, this is exciting. No, it's not yeah. exciting. Don't fall for it. Right. Uh, BTC says, trade him to KC or Judy or Hollywood. Wait, are you saying those guys suck, or you want us to trade for those players? Because Hollywood's good. You know Hollywood is top 10 in the league in targets, and as soon as Kyler Murray comes back here, Hollywood's going to go off. Cardinals will still stink, and Kyler will do Kyler things. But I love Hollywood Brown as a guy I want to acquire because he's just kind of ignored because Josh Jobs is a quarterback and people don't like Arizona. Yeah. Um, well, BTC says move, move him to KC, any of them. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if KC – that's not really the KC way, right? Like, they're winning with 
Rashi Rice, who, by the way, you should be adding on waivers if he's available. Um, Travis Kelsey, the running backs. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of good talent in there. MVS is still their deep threat. So um, I do think they make a move. I don't know if it's going to be for any of those guys. Maybe a little bit too rich for their blood, but we'll see. Oh, wow. Why am I blurry? Hey, ooh. It's like, it's you guys are looking at me like you don't have glasses on. That's weird. Whoa. Uh, anyways, yeah, I agree with you. We're live here at Plotsam Podcast, two wheels and two Zs. Utah. Follow us wherever you Give want to, anytime, anyplace. Um, I don't know why I'm blurry today. It's just the way it's going to be. But I will tell you that I was thinking about player ads this week and what we've got. It's probably nuts. You talk for a minute. I cannot be, I can't be blurry. Yeah, all good. Waiver wire ads for this week. Um, you know, it's crazy to think too, because I was actually going through some players that I was looking to add in some of my leagues and a lot of them, except this is going to sound crazy because a lot of people are going to be rushing out to grab a guy like Royce Freeman, Daryl Henderson, or any of those running backs. Nope. Uh, either of those running backs. Henderson went back to the practice squad today already. Yes. Is that insane? Yeah. It is. Um, I do think he probably gets elevated, maybe, but Royce Freeman, and maybe they try Miles Gaskin. Who knows? But at the same time, too, let's just say he doesn't get sent back down to the practice squad. You're really only getting a couple weeks out of these guys left before Kyron comes back after their bye week. So I don't know if he's worth – and if you're really, really hurting at running back and you need a guy that can fill a spot, hell, maybe he works out for you for a game or two, but it's going to be Kyron Kyron Williams' backfield when he returns. Um, and that's hopefully after their bye week. So a guy I really like this week, though, to add for a receiver, Josh Downs of the Indianapolis Colts. Now, a lot of people will say, well, hey, that touchdown pass that he had was a broken play. But he's been consistently giving us the targets and the yards. The touchdowns just haven't been there. And he's a top target of Gardner Minshew. Michael, do you have any do you have any shares of Downs? And if you don't, are you looking to add him? Oh, 100%. Yeah, i Literally said it on this show a few weeks ago, last week, two weeks ago. I was picking him up a couple weeks ago because he was getting more looks. He was part of the offense, and the Colts, not so much anymore maybe, but the Colts were being ignored frequently. It looked like they had problems or they weren't going to be very good, but every week they've come out and compete. I mean, they beat your Ravens on the road who destroyed the Lions. I mean, you can't make sense to any of this stuff when you start to look around. By the way, I heard a great theory on Bill Simmons' podcast about how each week there's this team that dominates – and then the following week, they totally blow it. And this week, the team that dominated was the Ravens. So it makes all the sense of the world that they're going out to the desert this week and they're going to lose. They lose. Lock it in. Yep. yep. Right? Isn't that make total sense? It, no, it doesn't, but it does at the same time. It so, does. Uh, yeah, I, I can totally see that happening. It's going to happen probably. And I'm going to bet on it, actually. I, I just, you can't trust anybody. The 49ers lost two in a row. Purdy's up and down. So if you see a team like the Colts play consistent ball, even when they lose, they're they're in the mix. Like the Colts have been pretty good this year throughout. So I'm totally buying on Josh Downs, 100%. Also, speaking of Arizona real quick, again, I told you guys last week it didn't go very well like two weeks ago, but this past week in week seven, Amari Mercado was the guy for the Cardinals in the backfield. He had 13 carries, 50-plus yards. He also caught a few balls for 20 yards. He was the guy. So as long as Connor's out, Mercado, I like him. And hopefully you guys held on to him and didn't panic. Don't want to panic just because a guy has a shit week, right? Look at Darren Waller. Darren Waller went off for the Giants, right? Yep, that was a bad loss. There's a lot of bad losses in football this for, in week seven between the Patriots are, are beating the Bills, the Giants beating the Commanders, with Tyron Taylor as a quarterback. But you know, these teams can't lose the forever, Ra- just like the Lions couldn't win forever, yeah. right? If you start thinking about it like that from yeah. a betting perspective, you, you'll start to be like, okay, well, this team has to win at some point. It's just going to make sense, right? 
Yeah. I mean, at the same time, too, and I always make this argument, like, no matter what, any given Sunday, I, we were talking about on our beach or, or uh, golf trip uh, about the Vikings and 49ers. I said the 49ers were going to kill Minnesota with or without Christian McCaffrey, if he was going to play or not. That didn't go over well. But any given wow, Sunday, the Jets dude. are beating the Eagles. The, the Giants are beating the Commanders with a backup quarterback. Their offensive line sucks. I mean, there's just so much shit that you just can't predict in the NFL. So. Well, here's something you need to know. First off, more gloating because I know what I'm doing. I picked up Tyra Taylor in a few leagues because, especially Superflex leagues, he was available. And it was worth it. He wasn't amazing, but he's solid. He was serviceable. But this week, there's no buys. So it's important that we note there are no buys this week. Week eight, all of a sudden, we're back to a full schedule, which we had six teams off the previous week. I don't know what the hell's going on. Sometimes there's two Monday night games. Then there's one. Then there's two again. This schedule is wonky. I don't care. It's great that there's no buys. we got a full schedule. So you don't have to stream anybody or worry about filling holes. And when you see me and Mike's rankings, which... For just as little as three dollars. By the way, shout out to Johnny B who recently signed up to our Patreon. We want to thank you, Johnny, for being a part of what we're doing over there. That was real nice. Shout out to you. Way to go, brother! Just three bucks, he gets access to our rankings, and we're all going to be out tomorrow. So we'll have our rankings fully updated. I'll probably finish mine tonight. Michael have his tomorrow, and you can see that you don't need to stream for buys. You just got to play the best players you got in your roster. Absolutely. And uh, how about all these guys that are just coming out of nowhere? Like if you if you told me week one, two, that guys like Deontay Foreman, you know, uh, Pierre Strong's getting some looks. Kareem Hunt now is going to be the starter over Jerome Ford because Ford's going to miss some time. Daryl Henderson's back in the mix. Josh Downs. I mean, hell, fantasy football is a fickle bitch. Just like you always say, Mike. That's right. That's your yep, new thing. It is. It is fickle yep. as hell. And that, we should have known that this is coming, though. Foreman. Has a great run in Tennessee. Has a nice run last year in Carolina. Suddenly, he's a DNP, healthy scratch. Doesn't qualify to be a running back in Chicago backfield. Then he has three touchdowns this week. One receiving, two. So, this dude can ball. That's putting it mildly. Obviously, not a secret. And the question is, why do people keep trying to push Rashawn Johnson? People keep trying to push him on me like, dude, Rashawn Johnson, Rashawn Johnson. Forget about that. Darrington Evans, who I also told you guys about last week, he had 14 carries. He did. So he was getting the I know it was a blowout game. The Raiders kind of totally shit the bed in Chicago. But Evans and Foreman both got healthy dose. And they're the clear one, too, right now with Herbert out and Rashawn Johnson having concussion issues. Yeah, and it's clear it's you know it's gonna be between these two guys. I love Deontay Foreman moving forward. Again, we saw this in Carolina. This is not a fluke, people. So mm -hmm. if he's somehow floating around in your waiver wire, he's the number one waiver ad for me this week. And I'm gonna be honest, even when Khalil Herbert comes back, I think Foreman still has a role in this offense. Um, and I've said it since day one. Khalil Herbert was a big draft day fade for me, not because he's hurt. Obviously, that sucks. But the dude can't block, and he's not a physical runner. The Bears are going to lean on Foreman. That's bullshit. Still be involved. That's bullshit, Mike. Block. That's bullshit. No, I mean, it's not bullshit. He got screwed. He had a good game finally where they had a script where they could actually run the ball, and then he got hurt. That's bogus. That's, guy got hosed. He might not be yep. able to block, but he got hosed. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, he's a good, he's a talented player, but I just think Chicago is going to want to rely on both those guys, keep both their legs fresh. It's clear that they need both those guys to open up things in the offense for Justin Fields, take some pressure off him as well. Foreman's not a slouch. They're going to keep him active. So um, we'll see how it shakes out when, when Herbert comes back. He is not a slouch. I would concur with what you said. Uh, let's take a real quick look at uh, who led the league in targets just past week only. Uh, standard issue names, Amon Ra, of course, the legend himself. 
Second in targets last week with 15, tied with Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown, who were both badass on Sunday night. Chris Olave, my guy, could be in some hot water here now. Looks like we're looking at a, was it a Dewey officially, or it was a driving drunk offense? Do we know officially? I don't. I saw briefly, I didn't get a chance to watch the clip, but apparently there's video now of him getting arrested. So, um, yeah. Yeah, he was arrested for reckless operation of a motor vehicle, which to me is basically he was driving like an asshole, but I guess this hasn't been proven that he was drunk yet. So he was, you could still drive like a prick and get busted for that. So, yep. He's a Buckeye. I should have known better. Why would I ever trust a Buckeye? I'm an idiot. God. (laughs) It's not like uh, I got a lot to stand on right now. Everyone's pissed at Harbaugh. Uh, All right. So, yeah, Olave, you got to keep an eye on that. If the league comes down on him, that's a total, total buzzkill for Olave. But it's great news for Rashid Shahid, even though Mike knows he's kind of a, Mike said, he's a boomer bust kind of player, right? But if he gets more reps, maybe yep. there'll be more chances for him to catch some more balls. And, of course, Michael Thomas, who did score a touchdown in Thursday Night Football against the Jags, that's even more valuable. Uh, other leader, uh, another saint, the running back, Elvin Kamara. I thought Elvin Kamara was basically done, Mike, and he's not. He's very much... Still alive. He's become a focal point of their offense. Derek Carr has been so terrible that they really need him, and Derek Carr has leaned on Kamara. So That's putting him mind. Great job, Kamara. I was wrong about you, so I have to say I was incorrect. Yeah, and it, we got to start putting him in the elite tier of running backs just because of how good he's been um, out of the backfield cat, catching balls and how inefficient Derek Carr has been as well. He's a safety blanket. He's going to catch plenty of passes. I mean, again, plays in a weak division. He gets to face the Panthers twice, so... Um, I like Alvin Kamara as a top 10 back rest of season, especially in PPR formats, uh, if he can stay healthy. Um, yep. I do think uh, Kendra Miller needs to be owned, though, if you are a Kamara owner um, as a handcuff. Usually I'm not a handcuff owner guy, um, but again, um, I like him. If you have Alvin Kamara, um, I think he's a clear backup there. So. Well, he did a great job. The problem there with Miller, though, is Jamal Williams – who could be back here, yep. right? He might, let's see. So he's he was on a pitch count when he came back for week seven. He was there, five carries, right? He came back. So Kendra Miller yep. screwed now because Kendra Miller also hurt himself, right? He got some type of injury there. What was it exactly? He uh, He's in trouble now because I, I was just dumping him down my rankings while I was doing them today while I'm trying to be counseling people in between trying to... <laughs> Oh, I, I gotta move this guy. Up. I gotta move that guy out. Yeah, Kendra Miller has a shoulder issue that caused him to leave the game. Ah. So Kendra Miller's... He's, he's going to be an afterthought for me now, but I see it clearly being Jamal Williams being the number two back behind Kamara. Yeah. He's healthy. He played a little bit. He'll only get more carries. So that's a good spelling opportunity for Kamara. Clearly the handcuff, in my opinion. But, yep. you know, the other thing is, too, that uh, Christian Watson of Green Bay, he got hurt on, like, the last drive. <laughs> the, the Packers lost to the Broncos. It's so stupid. I bet 50. I tried to follow what we talked about, Mike. Just bet straight bets. So I'm like, oh, the Broncos yep. suck. And the Packers are coming off a bye week. They're ready to go. I know it's in Denver, but the Packers are getting one and a half points. I'm taking the Packers. I just put one bet on them. And, of course, day. So I'm too pissed about that. But yeah. Christian Watson could be out now. So that's good news for maybe picking up Jaden Reed or even, uh, what's his face, the other guy, Wicks. Yep, Romeo Dobbs obviously gets a bump. If he's not not owned in your league, I would be looking to add him. Oh, and uh, um, Musgrove glad- got hurt too, the tight end. I don't know if he's yes. going to be available this week. Yeah, the, the the Packers have been one of the bigger disappointments in football this year. I know they got a rook- uh, somewhat rookie quarterback in Jordan Love, but God bless, man. I this, Ready for this? 
in my league, I drafted Aaron Jones over Travis Etienne, and I'm kicking myself in the ass. Oh, oh no! Um, I, wow, it's, it's so, dude. It's, between I, I don't know what's more frustrating, and I'm interested to hear your take on this. I, I don't know what's more frustrating between Bijan Robinson and Aaron Jones because I feel like both situations have been handled so poorly. The Packers should have IR'd Aaron Jones week one. That whole hamstring bite, I should have I could have gone back in. I could play next week. Matt LaFleur is 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 a fraud. He's not a good coach. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. They were so badly. If you guys were here when Michael jumped off, not this past Sunday, but the one before, we talked about this on the Sunday show. They so badly want A.J. Dillon to be a thing, and I don't know why. I know A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones is coming back from a hamstring issue, but at the same time, too, like what the hell are we doing here? He's clearly your best player. Use him. If he's practicing, and I know maybe he was on a snap count or whatever, makes see if he got he got out of this. You're losing games because you're not playing him, though. So push has to come to shove at some point. If he's playing, you got to play your best player. Get the hell AJ Dillon out of here. He's a plotter. He's slow. It's frustrating as hell. There it is. Wow, wow. dude. AJ Dillon got 15 carries, 61 yards. Had two catches for 34 yards against the Broncos. Uh, he's got the bulk of the carries the last two weeks, and he's been, you know, kind of blah at best. And you, I guess you're right. Maybe I was wrong. I might have to. I'm not done with Dillon this year, but I'm certainly kind of like, oh boy, I don't know. Uh, BTC says Matt LaFleur is garbage. Piece of garbage. Yep, agreed. Uh, replace Mike McCarthy with McCarthy Jr. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Wow. A little trouble there. Dylan isn't known as a receiving back, but he led the Packers to receiving yards with 34. Oof. LaFleur. Why, 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 why? That's right. Yep. Bridging bull shout out. Yeah. This is the Palazzo Podcast. Up next, some shitty commercials just for you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I just I'm a big Aaron Jones believer. Obviously, I have a couple shares of him in my leagues, but at the same time, too, like I I I I can't stand the after the game when the floor is like, yeah, we got to get Aaron Jones to football more, but then doesn't do it the next game. So, like, what the hell are we That's doing? That's putting it mildly. Yeah. Uh let's take a look real quick, just so you guys have a clue here, because Christian Watson's, I'm sure he's not going to play this week. I'm pretty confident of it. And Luke Musgrave, the tight end, was seen in a walking boot after the game. So that's not great. So who can benefit? Because the Packers are playing this week. They're coming home to Lambeau to take on the Vikings, who just beat the 49ers. So that'll be interesting. But from a wide receiver perspective, obviously Dobbs, like like Mike said, I said Jaden Reed, and then Dontavian Wicks, they're going to get bumps here. They're going to be the top three. Even uh, two race, Samari Turi will get a bump. And then if Musgrave can't go, I mean, I don't know. I guess Tucker Craft or Josiah Deguara get, get a look here, but uh, it looks kind of bleak, you know? Losing Watson and Musgrave, those are two of their best weapons, and you have to hope that they could run the ball. But the Vikings have been pretty damn good as a run defense this year. The Vikings defense, not as bad as last year. We need to get that out of our heads. Their defense has improved a bit this year. It's actually helped them win some games this year that they should have lost, and they're on the brink of being back to 500 now. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that what a great win for Minnesota. Much needed win at that too, just to instill some life into that offense. Cam Akers got a bump in in in, in uh, some carries. I think he out carried uh, Madison completely. Yeah, I don't know if that had to do. I don't know if you watched any of the game. He did get lit up on one play over the middle um, where he went out for a little bit. So I don't know if it had something to do with that. But Akers looked pretty good, especially as a receiver in that game. So I think they're going to be. And Madison also hasn't been that great. So I think they'll rely a little bit on both of those guys moving forward, especially with JJ out. But how good did Jordan Reed or Jordan Addison looked yep. against against the 49ers? Man, he looked <laughs> The guy is the man. I thought that KJ Osborne mm-hmm. would kind of step up this year, but they drafted Addison in the first round and they did it for a reason. The guy was a Blitnikoff winner at Pittsburgh. He's a badass with USC. Jordan Addison's a man. Also, I want to thank Jordan Addison personally because I, I've changed my ways here and I, I think I might have found something, Mike. On Sunday night, I bet on the first touchdown score on these primetime games and I nailed Dallas Godert 15-1. to then I came back on mo- yeah. How about that? And I came back on thank you, thank you, thank you. I came back on Monday night, and I'm like, no way, this is going to happen again. So I I reduced my bet, but I had Jordan Addison seventeen to one. So Jordan, thank you. It was really nice to get a few wins. It's been a tough year betting wise, but Jordan Addison had scored like their first touchdown in three out of three of their games this year, so it just made sense. It was worth a look, and he had two touchdowns last night. He looked like a badass, and if you look at the running back situation here as far as the snaps for Minnesota, yeah, Madison still had 53% of them. Cam Akers on 39. Uh, you're, a, uh, you're a boy. Shout out to Mike. Ty Chandler, 4%. Hey, that's exciting, right? No. Oh, it's not exciting. Uh, okay. Cam Akers, yeah, yeah, Cam Akers killed, uh, killed Ty Chandler, unfortunately. Yeah, and so I think... Uh, even though I don't like Cam Akers as a player, touches-wise, I think he's going to start getting more opportunities because former Rams yeah. coach, assistant coach, Kevin O'Connell, their boys, I think they've just been waiting for Madison to not get it done, and he has zero rusty touchdowns this year. Two touchdowns are both receiving for Madison. I think Cam Akers is going to usurp this job, and I don't I don't know if I'll lock it in, but I feel that way. So, Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, BTC says uh, the hammy has to be worse than they are leading on. It's the only logical explanation for Jones as far as the Green Bay backfield situation. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Should have been IR. You're right, Mike. Am I pressing the wrong button? No, I pressed yeah. the wrong button. Okay. No. Where are we? What happened? Yeah, it, it, it's, been a, it's been a frustrating season for the Packers as a whole. Christian Watson was supposed to be somebody everybody was high on. I was high on Christian Watson coming into the season, too. Me, too. And the guy just can't stay healthy. So I drafted him as much uh, as I Jordan could. Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love looked really, really good the first, what, three three games this season and just hasn't looked like the same quarterback ever since. So um, it's concerning. I know I know he's a you know a first-year full-time player, um, especially with the Rodgers era turning the page there. But um, So he's got some learning growth and development and curves and things like that, bad games, good games. But at Denver, I w- especially coming out of a bye, I was expecting that offense to play a lot better than they did. Um, but, you know. Division game in Lambeau against Minnesota. We'll see how it goes, uh, but that should be an interesting game for sure. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay has to win that game to turn their season around. They go two and five. Minnesota oh, yeah. gets back to five hundred. Suddenly, Minnesota's trying to creep back up for that NFC North first place for my Bozo Lions. So they still have two games against each other. So, with especially with the season being as long as it is, I never understood the people that are like, "Yep, the Vikings are done." They're, I know they're, they're done. Give give get, get them out of here. They're not making the playoffs. What a lost season! Start trading everybody. Fire sale. Yeah. They win a couple more games. They're right back in the thick of things. So I mean, I just I you know I think they're right there, especially at a wild card spot. 
hell, even for the division is still open for me. So they just got to, if they can continue to look, to look like they did against San Francisco last night, look out. This is without Justin Jefferson, people. So, yes. Who knows? Yeah. Shit has been known to happen. Yeah, let's yep. trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are going to get Kirk Cousins. You guys are. Get the yeah. fart out of here. <laughs> Stupid. Right. Um, okay, some other waiver wire ads. So this one's a deep cut, but I just want to throw it out there. Uh, Kenny McIntosh of the Seattle Seahawks. He is from Georgia, and he's coming off IR. It looks like he's going to be activated. Zach Charbonnet was out last week. It was my guy, Kenneth Walker, man. He's been, even when he doesn't score touchdowns, he gets 26 carries, 105 yards. He's been so good this year. Very reliable. I'm not really saying has. Walker's in any jeopardy of losing playing time, but just as for uh, yeah. precautions, take a look at Kenny McIntosh as a handcuff in that situation. I'd, I'd have to check the seriousness and update on Charbonnet's injury, of course, but just want to throw some something out there for you. Isaac's here in the live chat like all of you can be. Should I trade T and Cook for Bijan? If that's James Cook, I assume, no. Could be Dalvin Cook. If, it could be Brandon Cooks. If it's Dalvin, no, no. Uh, there's something funky brewing in Atlanta, man. I don't know what exact. It's not as funky as what's brewing with Deshaun Watson and his fucked up world going on in Cleveland. It is James Cook. Nope, no way. No, no. James Cook is yeah, a. That's too much. Yeah, he's a reliable part of their offense now. Even when he doesn't score touchdowns, he's getting some carries, he catches the balls. And then T. Higgins, too, that's too much for Bijan. If you're shooting, the, the assumption here, Mike, for me is that Bijan, as a running back, as a rookie, he's not going to dominate down the stretch. He's going to get tired. I mean, no. they've never played this much in his career before. I can't see him catching fire and being a dominant playoff closer this year. I don't see it. I agree with you. And there's something going on there in Atlanta too. I, I don't understand why. I mean, there's probably something bigger than I'm. I'm. I can't. I can't fathom. But um, it's weird. There's an investigation know, we, brewing. We, yeah, we talked about it in uh, last Tuesday's show too. There's something going on with with Bijan Robinson as a whole. They love Tyler Algier in that offense. He gets all the goal line work. Uh, Bijan's only in there on passing down situations, uh, and both of his touchdowns in the red zone have come off receiving touchdowns, not off rushing. So. Honestly, Algiers looked probably better in that offense than Bijan has. So I'm not trading for a guy that's splitting work uh, now with possibly two other running backs in Cordell Patterson and Tyler Algiers. So um, I still want T and I still want Cook. That's just too much too much for me. If it's in a dynasty format, I might consider it. Um, but again, oh, yeah. um, that's true. Yeah, eh, maybe. But I, I, I still like T and Cook, and I'd probably need a, a, another player along with Bijan to even consider this trade. I'm all about buy low. I get it. But Bijan, you know, too much hype. And I got to stick to what I said preseason. And there's been a couple moments you here. Say that. You had like two games yeah. that look good. But other than that, not much going on there. Hey, your brother's here. Yeah. Hey, first off, I want to say Joey. speak directly to your brother right now, to Joe. Joe, I, I, I feel good about the Mike Evans call a couple weeks ago. The process was sound, man. He had 10 targets. It didn't quite work out. So I, I don't think you could judge me on that one. Or at least... Hopefully you're not too upset about it because I feel like 10 targets, four catches. It was just Mayfield was terrible. He's, he had an injury. Things went to hell. Bad luck. But he wants to know Stafford or Joey B this week. He also adds he has Cooper Cup, FYI. So his his uh, receivers in this league, right? Ready for this? Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Amon Ross, St. Brown. So um, Cooper Cup fell in our draft. So he's got a pretty good... Um, 
pretty good sound receivers there in those three guys. Um, but he does have Cup in that league as well. So he wants to know if he should stack Stafford in Cup or should he play Joe Burrow this week? Well, BTC says play the stack. Uh, but I I don't want to play Stafford against that Dallas pass rush. I know Dallas has had some challenges as a defense this year, but that O-line for the Rams if from a passing protection situation, not good. A little trouble it's there. not good. And the yeah. Steelers came in and beat them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know that uh, their kicker, Marr, he blew an extra point. I think he missed two longer field goals. But in the end... Cut him, too. Oh, they did cut him. Okay, so he's gone. Yep. Uh, yeah. I know the weapons are fun, and Stafford loves to lock in. Is he going to lock in on Cup this week? Is he going to lock in on Puka this week? The master of the lock-in, he's 36 years old, and he's still just... He locked in on Calvin Johnson forever until Calvin retired here in Detroit. Stafford just loves locking in. So you can flip yep. a coin, and maybe one of those receivers will you know, get a payday, but... I don't like it. I think, it, but at the same time, Joey B in San Francisco, man. I know he's healthy. Joe's a tough dude. Yep. If that old line could protect better than Stafford's, this is real tough. I, I, I'm torn. I don't have a clear answer. I'm going Joey Burrow here just simply because of how San Francisco, I know it's in San Francisco, but I, especially they made Jordan Addison, they made KJ Osborne, TJ Hawkinson. Their defense, their secondary did not look good on Monday night. Yes. Uh, Joe Burrow's coming, coming off of a bye week, right? healthy T Higgins, a healthy Jamar chase. Um, and he's, he's going to be healthy himself. Uh, I just like Joe Burrow better in that, in that spot. Um, I know the stack between Cooper cup and Matt Stafford is good, but I agree with you with that whole, um, defensive front of Dallas coming off a of bye playing in Dallas. No, thank you. Um, give me uh, Joe Burrow. This Funky. All right. Locked in too. That's it. No going back now. Uh, BTC says yep. Joey B going against the Niners with the poop O line too. That's fair. BTC. You're right. Uh, I think Cincinnati's O-line, even though it's not a top 10 O-line, I think it's a little better than the Rams, which may not be saying much because the Rams are having yeah. real struggles right now from a pass pro perspective. Ooh, maybe that should be a title of a show. Pass pro perspectives. Tonight, a very special Ooh, pass like pro perspectives. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think about this one. And hopefully if you're in the Discord, we could always talk later too. And if you're a patron, you can get direct access to me and Mike. Follow us on Twitter, MJ Govier. Follow him underscore Mike VA Plots of Podcast 2L. Utah. Two. Give me two. We just announced from our baseball side we're gonna be doing a live show at First Pitch Arizona, which is in starting in nine days. Yes, it's very exciting. And I'm gonna be there with CBS Fantasy Today, all the stalwarts, the FDN pod, pitcher list. So it's gonna be a really exciting night. We're doing Saturday night, prime time at nine o'clock local time, which is like midnight my time. So I'll be that's my prime time. You know, I'll be in the zone then. Me, we're gonna miss Mike. Mike won't be there because Mike's gonna be back staying behind this year, but next year. Next year, Mike. Yeah, for sure. He'll be there. Yep. Um, yeah. All right, I got to wrap it up. It's time to go to bed, as always. There's always more stuff to do. I got to finish the rankings, too. Job's never done here at the Palazzo Podcast. Uh, anybody else we didn't cover real quick that you want to get on the record for as a pickup or things to watch? As You know, we got Thursday Night Football. Tampa's going into Buffalo, uh, and that'll be an interesting game. So, yeah. One guy I want to bring up really quick, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on, uh, Devin Singletary of the Houston Texans. Outplayed Damian Pierce. He's really outplayed him all season long. I like him as a speculative ad. He gets the Carolina Panthers this week. If you need a running back in a tough spot, you have some running backs that are down. I like Devin Singletary this week as a flex play. I think he's going to get more carries moving forward, but he's a speculative ad. I don't know if I'm starting him anywhere unless I absolutely need to, but you got to like that matchup, and I think Devin Singletary is going to be a thing moving forward. So. Hmm, okay. I can respect that. 
I respect you as a, as a person, Mike, and I respect our live chat. You guys are the best. Yeah. Um, hmm. DTC says, what is y'all sleeper, sleeper pick for this week? Are you talking about like player? I assume that's what he means. I think so. Like a sleeper player is going to bust out this week. That's a good question. Yeah. I, it's only Tuesday. Mine in. I already oh, you're, single, Terry. you're already locked. Okay. Locked He's locked in. Um, we got a full tilt. Like I said, a full schedule this week. So everybody's at play. Uh, who's been, let me look at my rankings here real quick. Let me, uh, you know, it really does suck that Jerome Ford got hurt. I'm pretty sure he won't play. Browns at Seahawks is one of the underrated games uh, coming up this weekend. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, sleeper yeah. play. I don't know if this is much of a sleeper, but I kind of like Ty J Spears. This week, they got Atlanta at home. Arthur Smith, the prodigal son, returns to Tennessee. Little trouble there. And they're, Tennessee's coming off the bye. And Tannehill's not playing. Tannehill's not going to play this week. So will it be Will Levis making his debut? Will it be Malik Willis? Um, all I know is I think they need Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears to win this game. So that's why maybe it'll be a little bit more obvious to people like, oh, they're going to need Spears to be more involved this week. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just run a wishbone offense out there like it's Nebraska 1983. I guess anything's possible. But Tajay Spears is somebody that comes to mind off the top of my head. Um Oh, but, it did. Yeah. It's also that's a that's a great pick for not just this week, but moving forward. If Tajay Spears is not owned in your league, he needs to be. They just traded away one of their top corners to Philadelphia uh, this past week, um, and again, uh, the head coach of Tennessee already came out and said that both Will Levis and Malik or Will Levis and Malik Willis will both be playing if Tannehill is indeed out. So I'm not sure what that means. Maybe they have some packages available for Levis, maybe in short yardage work, whatever it may be. Maybe they're trying to get an idea of what he looks like. Uh, but yeah, I love that call for Tajay Spears. There could be a very likely chance that we don't see Derrick Henry in Tennessee by year's end. He's a free agent out of this, after this year. Maybe they try to trade him to a contender. Ooh. Tajay Spears takes over. Oh. Tajay Spears takes over. He's instantly a top running back in football. Uh, given the, just the volume and sheer volume and how good he's looked, especially out of the backfield, catching passes and PPR formats. Love that call. Yeah, BTC says, woof, get D-Hop out of there. Yeah, D-Hop, I just took down my rankings 10 points. I don't care who starts a quarterback. I, he's doing well. He's playing well. Oh, Henry to the Ravens. Oh, here, come on. Get the hell out of here, you guys. That's putting it mildly. Ravens will do that. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. Uh, yeah. Also, I wanted to mention my boy, Josh Palmer. Five catches, 133 yards, baby. He's still available in 40% of Yahoo leagues. So that's a mistake right there. And they're playing the Bears this week, okay, at home. Now, your boy, Justin Herbert, Mike, you know, right now, as we sit here moving into week eight, you got to be a little frustrated. That's fair. I I would say a little trouble. A little trouble there. But uh, are you by low Herbert now? Is that how you still feel? If someone's... Uh, I've actually... I've actually pivoted a little bit on Herbert. Uh, I know we were all throwing him. We were throwing Herbert in that elite class, those top five running back, uh, top five quarterbacks going into the season. Um, I think what you're seeing is what you're getting. I mean, I think that's who he is. And he had that, that, that glorious season that he had where he was lighting up the league. I think that was an outlier. So, um, wow, dude. Yeah, noting that Eckler hasn't been really healthy all year, I still don't think he's 100%. I think he might be done. Um, like, the best years are over. Yeah. He's a small dude. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying he's done done, but, like, the best of the best top 10 seasons for him might be over. 
Yeah, and that opened real that opened a lot of things up for him. He doesn't have Mike Williams. I get that. I'm not making a pass for him. Um, but again, I think he's probably on the back end of the top ten top ten quarterbacks. If you can buy low on him and you need a quarterback, see what you can see what you throw throw something out there, see what happens. But um yeah, um I like Josh Palmer this week. I like him all weeks moving forward. I don't know how. He's criminally underrated and uh, underowned. So I think he's a guy that you should be looking to add on waivers this week. Um, and then also Joshua Kelly, just in case Austin Eckler, something's going on with his ankle still, not 100%, but um, just as a speculative ad as well, Joshua Kelly could be. Uh, Josh Kelly, yeah. Seven carries, 75 yards, and a touchdown. I know the Chiefs took it to him, but just saying, that did happen. So. Got- it, it's crazy to think think that too because when we when we're starting him the guy does shit and when austin ackler's back we're like oh wait nobody started me so i'm going with seven carries for 75 yards and a touchdown people <laughs> just to make sure that you guys know i'm still here so i also for the thursday night game i always like to look at who played the most with these quick turnarounds and i will throw out there for the hell of it uh Keyshawn vaughn you know, back up to Rashad White in Tampa. Rashad White was on 75% of the snaps. Now they got to turn around and play Thursday at Buffalo. That's a tough game. Keyshawn yeah. was only out there for 25% of the snaps. He's gotten more snaps recently, still in the minority, I know. But Rashad White's not doing dick. I mean, he's not doing jack squat. A little trouble there. Yeah, so he caught six balls for 65 yards. That was his only saving grace in that terrible loss to Atlanta. I was so... It was such a bounce-back opportunity for the Bucs. I had it. It was one of my best plays of the weekend, and they lost outright to Desmond Ritter. That's sucks. Yeah, that's stupid. Donovan's here. What's up, dude? My man. <laughs> Donovan makes it in and pulls out the show. Good evening, peeps. Good to see you, Donovan. Boy. Donovan, boy. But, uh, yeah, those are some deeper plays here. Also, I'm off Keaton Mitchell of your Ravens. He can't stay healthy. I'm off him for the year. Just as, like, yeah. people keep trying to push him as a sleeper. I'm out. He's not. Yeah, I'm out. I've been out. I was never in. So, oh, okay. Well, um, I should have asked you first then. Yeah. See? Yeah, he's a third He's a third runner. They love Gus Edwards and they love Justice Hill. So he's always third in this pecking order. I'm not sure really why that surfaced. But I think it's because Schefter added him in the uh, in the ESPN league. So uh, I think that's why he became a thing. I know you like your boy Singletary, but I love Pierce this week to maybe have his best game of the season. The Carolina's yep. given up 11 rushing touchdowns this year already. They're second worst against fantasy running backs in terms of fantasy points to running backs this is a great opportunity for the Texans coming off a bye you know you take a look at the worst teams against uh running backs defensively it's still the broncos i don't care what you saw against the packers they're still trash the panthers the cardinals the colts actually are fourth worst against running backs they've been up 10 rushing touchdowns and then uh the yep. packers of course packers my lions destroyed on a thursday night football with the run monty had three rushing touchdowns and then we saw what javante williams oh by the way to your brother shout out to your brother 18 carries, I think, a season high. He's alive. Yep. I think he is alive. I think Javante Williams is starting to take control. Jaleel McLaughlin's falling backwards. So that's good news there as well for the Denver people who believed in Javante. Speaking of Monty, real quick, as a fellow Detroit Lioner, do you think that it, there is any chance that we see Dave Montgomery back on the field this week on I Monday night? No, I don't. Okay. But. Yeah. The- you think they play it safe with him going into the bye week, let him play after? That's what I. That's what it's looking like. I heard it was going to be a multi-week injury around here. Now, you know, it's a Monday night game, so he's still got about just under a week to recover. But I don't think he's going to play. That's my opinion. Then again, I'm just some yeah. doofus on the internet. So The only reason I ask is because they did say that about his quad injury. Yep. I know the quad and his <laughs> ribs are obviously different, different areas of the body, right? And the injury could be a little bit less or worse. Who knows? But... They did call his quad injury a multi-week absence, and he only missed one game. So, um, who knows? 
Yeah, BTC says, Lions a survivor lock this week? Yeah. It feels like it. I don't know. It feels like it. It does. Monday night, the Raiders on the road. No. Yeah, it does feel like a lock, actually. I'm going to lock it in. Yeah. It might be a survivor Locking lock. Locking it in? Yeah, absolutely. Even with the Raiders, they got some lucky wins, and they don't play well on the road. They don't, they're not going to strike fear. Who's going to strike fear into this Lions team on Monday night? Brian Hoyer. Yeah, exactly. Hello. <laughs> I don't know about the spread, but a guaranteed straight-up win, I'm willing to go there. Yeah, the Lions will bounce back. They're not that bad. It was a bad week. You move on. They bounced back after the tough loss to Seattle at home. They blew that game in overtime. Then they came back and they won three straight, so or four straight. They were on a roll. So I feel good about it, and I'm with you. I ha- I have a quick question before we jump into Chad's question here. I have a quick question for you for quarterback this week. Yes. Okay. Who do we like more? And live chat, you guys let me know who you like as well. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Who do we like more? Do we like Jared Goff to bounce back at home versus the Raiders on Monday night? Or do we like Dak Prescott at home versus the Rams? I'm going Goff. I'm going Goff as well. That's who I have starting right now. Dak Prescott was dropped in my league. I picked him up as my backup quarterback. He did have that great game up against Philly where he had that long rushing touchdown. had like 28 points in my league because we count five points for passing scores. Um, so, um, and he's got a pretty good schedule coming up. Uh, he'll get Goff has a bye next week. Uh, and they'll also have, uh, Dak will have the Eagles. So, um, but yeah, I'm leaning Goff right now, but I'm not going to lie. Sunday night or Sunday's game against the Ravens scared me a little bit, but the Raiders are not the Ravens and they're at home. So I like him. Hey, lads, miss you both. Been battling fandom drama, but I got a dynasty Ah. question for you, Chad. Hey, hang in there, brother. Do your best. Don't overextend yourself. Would you rather trade Eckler and Tyrod for Jaleel Malik and a first or Eckler for a first and second? So what I read, let's try the first one. Eckler and Tyrod Taylor, old man, two older men for Jaleel McLaughlin and Malik Willis, who are younger, and you get a first-round pick, I think. Or would you rather do Eckler for a first and second? I, uh, For me, I, and again, uh, this is a slam dunk for me. I'm trading Eckler for a first and second. I don't have any. I like Jaleel McLaughlin, but as long as Javante Williams is there, I don't ever think he's going to surpass and be nothing more than a backup. Noting that Javante has some injury history. Malik Willis, they did draft... Um, Brain fart. Third round? Dude out of Kentucky. Yeah. Will Levis. You never remember Will Levis. Will Levis. You have a lot of disrespect for I Will know. Levis, don't you? I love Will Levis, man. I love him. Oh. Uh, I did draft him. I'd rather have the first and the second round pick, honestly. That's just me. I don't know. And again, I have no interest in Malik Willis. So uh, I'd rather have the first and second. I something, something tells me that, like, I don't know. Malik, I'm not willing to give up on Malik Willis just yet. I, it may sound like a minority opinion, which it probably is. But I don't know. You know, he was a part of that team that lost that tough Sunday nighter last year at Kansas City 2017. And if he gets a little bit more experience, gets a chance here. I know they drafted Will Levis, so you would stand a reason to think that, whoa, well, they clearly think Willis is shit. What if they want them both just to compete, though? Maybe that's what they wanted. I'm not done yet. I would do do the McLaughlin-Willis in a first. I would, because McLaughlin's interesting. If he can catch on somewhere and maybe get some more carries elsewhere. I do like him a little bit. And you still get a first round pick. But here, yeah, but here's the thing too with with, with that side is really the only person you're really going to be playing heels here is Jaleel McLaughlin, and he's not even seeing a full complement of snaps because Javante, Samaj Pirine, Malik Willis. Again, we don't know the 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 total extent of the injury with Ryan Tannehill. He's probably gone after this season, anyways. <laughs> yeah, move on from him. 
Um, but they're not a really pass heavy offense to begin with anyways. So I, I think the second round pick that you can get in is going to be a lot more valuable in dynasty formats than Jillian McLaughlin and, and Malik Willis moving forward. So, um, but it depends on who's available in the second round too, Chad, um, and who you can get at that spot. So, well, there it is, folks. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, I got more work to do. There's always more to learn about the week to come. So stay tuned with us here. We'll drop some more vids during the week. You catch Mike's trade video where he talked about the golfer Pierce deal, which I thought was a fine selection on his part. And our rankings will thank be you, on Patreon. You. you guys could get access to that for just three simple dollars. That's right. That's all it takes. And you could be a part of history. That's right. Uh, follow Mike on Twitter at underscore Mike V. A, I'm at MJ Govier, plus a podcast, two L's. Utah. Two Give me two. Is that about it, Mike? You good? Sun- Sunday show. Oh, of course, Make yeah. Sure you guys tune, tune in. We'll be back. Uh, Ready to rock. Yep. Sunday morning. Start sits. Bring it. Bring it. We want to help you guys win your win your weeks. So, um, especially if you had a bad bad week. We had a lot, of, a lot of dud performances from a lot of star players. Get you back on track this week. Make sure you guys join us Sunday between 10 and 10.30, yes. right around that time. We haven't decided yet. So locked in. I am so fired up this weekend. I, this could be my best weekend yet. I know it. I just know it. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. That song sucks, but I got a good feeling. Thanks for being everybody. Live chatters, you guys are always the best. I know we've been in and out here over the last couple of weeks. Sicknesses, road trips. We're ready to go here. We're ready to take it to Thanksgiving in the NFL fantasy football season. For Mikey V, I'm Mikey G. Thanks for being here, everybody. Godspeed. Fucking Rothfitzberger, the quarterback, was all fucking hug it, chug it, football all night. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.